Welcome to the Evergreen Wildflower, a podcast that explores nature-inspired literature to help you connect more deeply with nature and yourself. I'm Mark, your host, and I invite you to join me for a little ecotherapy, whether you're currently immersed in nature or not. Through the poetry and prose we read, we hope to inspire growth and healing as we strengthen our connection to the beauty and wonder of the natural world. Snow has been given various meanings in literature from around the world. Two of the most common are purity and innocence, symbolizing the purest form of natural water and the delicate nature of purity. Snow is also associated with peace and tranquility, calming the environment with a feeling of temporarily freezing time. Other symbolism found in literature about snow includes change, as it covers and transforms the landscape as well as being correlated with death and mortality. To begin the reading, I will start with The Snowstorm by Ralph Waldo Emerson. As always, references for all these literary works are included in the podcast notes in the order in which they are read. Announced by all the trumpets of the sky arrives the snow, and driving o'er the fields seems nowhere to alight. The whited air hides hills and woods, the river and the heaven, and veils the farmhouse at the garden's end. The sled and traveler stopped, courier's feet delayed, all friends shut out, housemates sit around the radiant fireplace, enclosed in a tumultuous privacy of storm. Come see the north wind's masonry, out of an unseen quarry evermore, furnished with tile, the fierce artificer, Curves his white bastions with projected roof. Round every windward stake, or tree, or door. Speeding, the myriad-handed, His wild work so fanciful, so savage, Not cares he, for number or proportion. Mockingly, on coop or kennel he hangs, praying wreaths. A swan-like form invests the hidden thorn, Fills up the farmer's lane from wall to wall, Mogger, the farmer's size, and at the gate, tapering turret overtops the work. And when his hours are numbered and the world is all his own, retiring as he were not, leaves when the sun appears, astonished art to mimic in slow structures, stone by stone, built in an age to move winds might work. A frolic architecture of the snow. So all night long, the storm roared on. The morning broke without a sun. In tiny spheral, faced with lines, nature's geometric signs, in starry flake and pellicle, all day the hoary meteor fell. And when the second morning shone, we looked upon a world unknown, on nothing we could call our own. Around the glistening wonder bent the blue walls of the firmament, no cloud above, no earth below. A universe of sky and snow. The old familiar sights of ours, thick marvelous shapes, strange domes and towers, rose up where sty or corn crib stood, or garden wall or belt of wood. A smooth white mound brush pile showed, a fenceless drift what once was road. A bridal post an old man sat, 
with loose flung coat and my hooked hat. The well curb had a Chinese roof, and even the long sweep, high aloof, in its slant splendor, seemed to tell of peace's leading miracle. Within our beds, a while we heard the wind around the gable's sword, with now and then a rumor shock, which made our very bedsteads rock. We heard the loosened clapboards bust, the board nails snapping in the frost, and on us, through the unplastered wall, felt the light sifted snowflakes fall. But sleep still on, as sleep will do, when hearts are light and life is new. Faint and more faint the murmurs grew, till in the summer land of dreams they softened to the sound of streams. Low stir of leaves and dip of oars, and lapsy waves on quiet shores. Out of the bosom of the air, out of the cloud folds of her garments shaken, over the woodlands brown and bare, over the harvest fields forsaken, silent and soft and slow, descends the snow. Even as our cloudy fancies take, suddenly shape in some divine expression, even as the troubled heart doth make in the white countenance confession, the troubled sky reveals the grief it feels, this is the poem of the air, slow and silent syllables recorded. This is the secret of despair. Long in its cloudy bosom hoarded, now whispered and revealed to wood and field. Late lies the wintry sun abed, a frosty, fiery, sleepy head. Blinks but an hour or two, and then a blood-red orange sets again. The cold wind burns my face and blows its frosty pepper up my nose. Black are my steps on silver sod. Thick blows my frosty breath abroad and tree and house and hill and lake. Frosted like a wedding cake. Yesterday the fields were only gray with scattered snow and now the longest grass leaves hardly emerge. Yet her deep footsteps mark the snow and go on towards the pines and the hill's white verge. I cannot see her, since the mist's white scarf obscures the dark wood and the dull orange sky. But she's waiting, I know, impatient and cold, half sobs struggling into her frosty sigh. Why does she come so promptly when she must know she's only nearer to the inevitable farewell? The hill is steep, on the snow my steps are slow, why does she come when she knows what I have to tell? Snow was falling thick and fast like a curtain of lace. Everything was becoming merged in one whiteness. There were still white snowdrifts in the low spots when the ice sparkled. The snow which it had seemed hesitant all day was now beginning to fall in earnest. It sifts from leaden sieves. It powders all the wood. It fills the alabaster wool, the wrinkles of the road. Silent and watchful, like a figure in a dream, the snow spread its thick mantle. And snow fell for my soul, for my golden soul's great gauze. When you hear the sound of wings, it's only the flight of snowflakes. The whiteness of the snow, clearness of the sky, splendor of the moonlight, 
made the night full. The snow began to fall again, drifting against the windows, a lightly begging entrance, and then falling with disappointment to the ground. It seemed to be falling from the sky like ashes from a giant sensor. In the early morning, everything was fresh and new after the night's snowfall. Snow lay in large, sparkling heaps. Everything looked as if it had been covered with sugar. The snow was like a thick white blanket, muffling every sound. Gleamed like powdered diamonds in the moonlight. Snow-covered fields stretched out like a vast, untouched canvas like a silent, frozen sea hiding the footprints of both the living and the dead. So pure and white, it seemed almost unreal, like a dream. It lay like a smooth, unblemished carpet, stretching to the horizon. The snow on the mountains glistens like the tears of the Andes. The snowflakes danced in the air, each one a tiny masterpiece of nature fell from the sky like messages from the heavens, covering the earth in a silent white script. Snowflakes whispered secrets as they fell, covering the world in a soft white blanket. Snowflakes, like the delicate threads of fate, weave a tapestry of beauty on the canvas of the world. The snow crunched underfoot, symphony of winter's arrival. The snow-covered rocks glistened in the moonlight, like jewels in a frozen crown. The snow-covered landscape was a canvas painted with the delicate strokes of winter's brush, a dreamscape of white where reality and fantasy merged. The snow-covered rooftops looked like a city of white spires under the cold, clear sky. The snow-covered fields lay silent and still, as if nature itself held its breath in the winter's hush. Snow-covered meadows were a blank page waiting for the ink of spring to write its story. Snowflakes danced in the moonlight, each one a fleeting note in the symphony of winter. Plum blossoms in the snow are like a poet's heart, looming against the chill of adversity. The battlefield was transformed by the falling snow, turning the scars of war into a canvas of white. In the winter woods, the falling snow whispers ancient tales, and the deer move with silent grace. The snowfall was a cleansing ritual, washing away the sins of the past and heralding a new beginning. In the winter's embrace, the world was a canvas of snow, each flake of breaststroke and the painting of the season. Snowflakes adorned the camellias, turning the garden into a winter wonderland of red and white. The snow fell in silence, blanketing the world in a serene white, mirroring the quiet depths of the protagonist's heart. Snow on the branches outside my window, plum blossoms are sprinkled with it, looking more lovely than ever. Snow piled up on the city rooftops, muffling the sounds of human life and creating a world of hushed wonder. In the snowfall, time seemed to stand still, as the two souls connected across the boundaries of space and time. The snow, pure and untouched, draped the mountains like a bridal veil, concealing the stories etched in the rugged terrain. Snowflakes were swirling outside the window, each one a tiny universe of its own, briefly dancing in the winter wind. The snow, like a benevolent alchemist, transformed the village into a realm of silver, 
where even the simplest cottages became enchanted castles. In the quiet of winter, the snowflakes settled on the memories of a lifetime, softening the edges of regret. The snow-covered streets were a labyrinth of choices, each step leaving an indelible mark on the fabric of existence. The snow-covered hacienda bore witness of the passage of a lifetime, memories crystallized in the cold embrace of winter. The snow is a silent poem, written in the language of winter. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Evergreen Wildflower. If you'd like to provide comments or give suggestions for a future episode, send a message through our Instagram or Facebook page.